Thank you, Yoni. So this year, before Holocaust Memorial Day, known in Israel as Yom HaShoah V'Hagvura, I want to share a new exhibit with you that is going to be produced by Yad Vashem online, um, which is an exhibit that will reach people all over the world. So I'm sitting with Yona Kobo, and she is the online exhibitions coordinator for Yad Vashem. Hi, Yona. How are you? I am fine. Thank you. So I'm really excited to talk to you because I feel like we can bring a piece of Yad Vashem to people all over the world that they can experience Holocaust Memorial Day in such a meaningful way. Can you tell me a little bit about your new online exhibition? Yeah, that exhibition is a, an exhibition of last letters written by uh, later, they later victims. They didn't know when they wrote the letters that it will be their last letter. But it happened that it was their last letter, and they wrote it to family members and relatives from all over Europe while they are in hiding from ghettos, from camps, from... And how did you collect these letters? Is it, are these letters Yad you Vashem, had before? Yeah, okay. Yad Vashem uh, Archives has a very large collection of personal letters. And those letters were donated to Yad Vashem over the years by family members. Those who received the letters donated it to Yad Vashem. And when they did it, it was like they are donating to Yad Vashem pieces of their heart because it was the last thing they had, the last physical thing they had from relatives. Although sometimes they have a photo left to remember their relatives, but that is like um, a last remaining and physical, personal, and unique, the victim's handwriting. Yeah, and some of these letters you can even see teardrops. Yeah, because, on. you know, the teardrops uh, are tears of the writers and probably the receivers, because sometimes they are keeping it for many years until one day they decide we should give it to Yad Vashem. It should be uh, for uh, safekeeping at Yad Vashem uh, archives. And it will be uh, a memory. So one of the really important parts of Yad Vashem is not only telling the story of the Holocaust, but keeping the memory of these people alive. Yeah, of course, because uh, each uh, letter is a, an individual and also a family. And with those letters, we can tell the fate of people during the Shoah, during the Holocaust, and restore their names and faces. And do you have any idea how these letters actually got delivered? It seems incredible to think that these people yeah. received them. People are very surprised to know that posts work the entire war. People still uh, wrote to each other. Some of the letters uh, were delivered even years after they were written because they were kept by neighbors. And only after the war was over and survivors started to go back to the places they were uh, departed with their family before. And some neighbor gave them a letter that was left to them. Or someone buried um, a letter in the yard. Or they sent it to other places outside Europe. And that's how uh, they received the letters. And some of them were in hiding and they received the letters, and they could keep it. 
It's incredible. Each I know letter in- is a unique story and a unique drama. And the letters are written in our online exhibition in a variety of languages because the letters are from all over Europe. Sure. So in that specific online exhibit, we have letters from Hungary, Germany, the Czech lands, France, Italy, the Netherlands, and Russia. And, and did you translate those letters for the online exhibit? Yeah, we translated them. Uh, we have experts at Yad Vashem for all languages, almost all European languages. When we translated it uh, to Hebrew and English, the online exhibition is in two languages, English and Hebrew. And so can you it's dec- accessible for everybody. Right. Can you explain a little bit more? When I know when the online exhibit is open, people will be able to come in and then they'll choose what type of letters they want to read or what languages. How do you... What is now, the everything homepage? is translated uh, into English, and but they can actually see the, the original letter online uh-huh. alongside the translation. They can see the entire letter. Sometime I'm talking about a letter, it could be two lines written by a child right. to his father. Sometimes it's like a couple of pages. Depends. Each letter is different uh, in, its, in its language. And many of them, uh, we are surprised to find that a lot of hope is still there. People are really believing that they will see each other again. Right. They have no idea what is ahead of them. And what are some of the special stories that you know from going through all these letters to set up the exhibit? What are some of the stories you can tell us? Yeah, the most moving stories are, of course, letters written by children. Uh, children, their story online at that specific uh, exhibit. They were killed. They were murdered. And they wrote it to family members, and most of their family survived. So it's very tragic to think of a child 10 years old or even less writing a last letter to his father or mother, and sometimes the parents did survive. Yes. And I think for me as a a researcher, it's so hard, you know, to learn about those stories when children are involved. Definitely. To think of the parents that should go on later without their children. It's really heartbreaking. And we have, for uh, example, one story written uh, by a 10 years old boy in Amsterdam. He was in hiding. His entire family was in hiding, but they were separated. Each one was in a different hiding place, so they won't be caught. And that boy, Marcus, um, was hiding, uh, and uh, he wrote a letter to his grandparents. A very naive, uh, innocent letter. He doesn't tell much, but he hopes that they are fine. He, he worries about his grandparents. And then he was sent from Amsterdam to um, to Raisin uh, at the Czech lands and later to Auschwitz. His mother and father, his grandmother and grandfather survived the war, and he didn't. Yeah. How we received that letter? Because his parents, after the war, they uh, emigrated to the United States, and they had a daughter, Lenny. She was born in 1949 in New York. And a few years ago, I think, 
three, four years ago, she donated to the letters, family photographs, and even some uh, drawing that her brother that she had never seen ever uh, sent to his family. And that is only one letter of a child from Amsterdam. The letter is written in the Dutch language, and you can see the parents. We don't have their testimony, but we believe that it was so hard, you know, to live after such a tragedy. But they right. found strength to continue. I think that is also something you can learn from those exhibits because we bring also the stories of the survivors. Right. Because someone donated the Ad Vashem that letter or the other letter. Most of the uh, people who donated are family members, many so times most, the survivors. Most of the, the of, on the online ex- exhibition, you'll talk They'll tell stories of the actual family also connected yeah, to the letter? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a page with the story of the letter and, of course, the family, because we want through those letters to give some kind of uh, the full picture of what happened in Europe yes. in those uh, years and to make it all over Europe. We have one letter from the east of Europe, the north, and so on. And so for those who are listening, how can they access this exhibition? Will it be on your homepage, on yadvashem.org? Yeah, it will be on our homepage for the week or the month, uh, the coming months. And later, it's part of our um, online collection of exhibitions, and it will be under exhibitions. Wonderful. So I hope that our listeners will be able to have even an even more meaningful experience this Yom HaShoah and be able to take a piece of all this, the important work that Yad Vashem is doing and be able to access it anywhere that they are in the world. Yeah, so, I, hope, I hope so as well, because we know today that we can relate to that um, theme of the Holocaust, that terrible tragedy, maybe only by personal stories. Right. We cannot, we cannot cope with the big numbers, with so many people murdered in, in so many terrible ways. But to, we can relate to a story of one child, one family. That's what I think uh, that is why it's so relevant. People we can identify with those personal stories. Right. And there's so much more that Yad Vashem has to offer when people, when you know, the listeners come to Israel, it should definitely be one of the museums on everyone's itinerary. And maybe we'll even do some future interviews about other areas and other exhibits that exist in Yad Vashem itself. But this online exhibit really is very special and is going to go live um, right before Yom HaShoah. And you can find it at yadvashem.org.il. Yona, thank you very much for talking with us. Thank you. And I'm sure that, that this interview will leave a lasting impression on many people. So I think that your work is so important. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. And now back to you, Yoni.